The IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey kids, it is me, your dude, Icy Robots, and we're back for another exciting edition of the Stuck at Home Show, the show in which we, we're all stuck at home doing what we have to do to get by due to a due to whatever, but um, we're having fun, we're having a good time, we're staying positive, we're getting stronger, getting smarter, just, I don't know, overall, overall trying to uh, improve ourselves in any way that we can. I think, I think we're gonna have a pretty fun show ahead of us this uh, episode, I don't necessarily have like anything planned out, anything, we're just gonna... We're just gonna kind of wing it off the uh, off the top. I hope that I hope that's fine with you. I like to um, I like to sometimes start these off with like an unboxing of sorts. I I got another uh, I got a package here. Hold on, I got a email. Let's see what it is. It is from it's from KQED. That's our local PBS affiliate. I I donate monthly, and they're sending me an email to say how they can help me in this in this uh, time of struggle. That's great. The way you can help me is by staying on the air and giving me fun things to uh, watch. I, I don't actually watch very much PBS. I do listen to the NPR on the radio from time to time. Not not all that often. I just don't, um... I don't really like listening to the news all that much. But, um, I appreciate what they do, so I, uh, you know, I give a little bit every month. Not, not a lot. Don't worry. Your boy's not, um... Your boy's not made a loot. I wish you could have seen what I just did. I threw my pin. My pin. I threw my scissors into the pin cup from, like, two feet away. And they went, like, right right in there like a lawn dart. Anywho, I have since opened this package that I bought. And again, packing peanuts. What's up, dude? Don't, don't do this. It's so whack. They're, uh, they're just whack. And I don't even feel like they provide any support. I don't even know. Just crumple up a piece of newspaper. By golly. But, um, man, like, little shards of this stuff fell all over the floor and then they wrapped it in a plastic bag from um where is it from cub i don't even know what that is what is cub we don't have a cub around here let's um let's try to figure that out my guess is it's like a grocery store or a drug store just based on the uh just based on the type of bag it is it's kind of like an off off base it's a it's a grocery store I guess they have one in Berkeley. They do have cubs here in in California. Where did this come from? Let's where is this package from? It's from Minnesota. Nah, I've never not never been to a cub. Have you guys been to a cub? Do you have a cub around you? Is it good? I don't even know. We usually shop at Safeway, but the way there's been like weird little shortages of things, we've been going to uh we've been going to grocery outlet instead. I'm finding more more of what I want over there. I don't know, it looks like a grocery store, I guess. No big deal. But um What's inside the cub bag? I, I don't mind somebody wrapping something in a plastic bag like this. I It's nice reuse of something. And then I'll reuse it again when I go out and walk the dog and I have to pick up the uh, the dropping. So that's, that's good all around. But what I have in my hand is a G.I. Joe soap holder from 1986. It holds like three little bars of mini soap in the back. And it is shaped like the armadillo. Like the, uh, like the mini tank. The armadillo, and inside the armadillo is a little bitty bazooka. But the whole thing is um, it's molded out of like a soft, like rubber-like plastic, like a like a dog's chew toy. This would be something you would sit in your bathroom or in your bathtub. But it's pretty fun. It's like I'm gonna say like seven or maybe eight inches long by like three or maybe like four inches across. Um, the the little bazooka is almost on scale. 
to uh, a real-life bazooka. That's pretty fun. If I was given this as a child, I would have for sure used this in uh, G.I. Joe battles. This little port in the back where you're supposed to insert the soap would be a perfect... It would be a perfect place for a Joe to sit. You'd have bazooka driving. Yeah, I would for sure play with this. I'm probably gonna... I'm probably gonna put this with my figs. I think... I think I might have to start dedicating a whole nother shelf to, like, random um, G.I. Joe stuff that I'm picking up because I got this... I got the soap case, and then I got, like I said, I got a chapstick, I got some swim shorts, I got a cake pan, I got, I got all these things, and they, they kind of do deserve a shelf. I have a shelf, like, right below my Joe's that has, like, a bunch of, um, I would just call, like, random, random figures, like, muscle men, like, things like that, like, my superpowers. It's a cool shelf, and there's cool stuff on there, but I could probably take all that off and kind of spread it around amongst the other shelves and make all the other shelves like a little bit better. Like that shelf over there will become better because now it has muscle men on it. If you, if you dig what I'm saying, I'm kind of curious about your guys' setup. As you know, I have the earth base and I hang out in there a lot. Do you guys have like dedicated rooms for your toy collection or do you just have like scattered shelves around here? I'm lucky enough to have this room. I gotta tell you, I'm lucky enough. The wife is kind enough to say, why don't you just move the computer into there, move all your hokum into there, and you could just hang out in that room. But that, that gave her free reign over the entire bedroom. That's where, like, her sewing machine is. That's where all her toys are. That's, that's where, like, her whole universe is. I don't even, I don't even have a dresser, my dog. I keep my clothes, like, some of them are in here in the closet. Some are in the laundry room, like permanently folded in a laundry basket. I don't got a lot of clothes, man. I'm not I'm not a hound like that. I'm not a clothes hound. You know, I got like five or six pairs of shorts, a bunch of shirts. So the shirts kind of just hang in the laundry room on hangers. The shorts are just kind of, uh, you know, and then like things I don't wear that often, like pants or whatever. They just, they do have like, I have what you would call like not a dresser. It's like a mini dresser at the end of the bed. It's like two shelves. In my drawers, rather, and all my stuff is in there. I'm sure you do not care about that at all. But, uh, this, this is really awesome. I like this a lot. I got it super cheap. I've seen these sell for up to, like, $30, but, um, someone had it listed. And they had it listed as, um, a G.I. Joe tank. Not, like, the armadillo. Not as a soap holder. Not any of that stuff. It just said, G.I. Joe tank. And I, I, um, was doing a search on items that were ending soonest. And I, uh, I, I saw it was going to end in a couple minutes. It was only five bucks. I bid and I won. It was five bucks with $4 shipping. So overall, pretty good. I do, I like this quite a bit. I think it's pretty, pretty fun. So some other items I, I have watches on right now. I have a watch on a G.I. Joe wallet that I think is kind of cool, like a kid's wallet, uh, a G.I. Joe fold-up hairbrush that I think is neat. And then I got a couple, uh, like, bubble bath bottles. There's one of Flint that I like, and then there's one of Storm Shadow that I like. But I like to, I like to bide my time, and I like to wait, and I like to see what I can find at a really inexpensive price. That's me, man. Bargain hunter for life for Vita. Let's, uh, let's move into the next segment. We're going to find out what Gino Vega had for lunch yesterday. What did Gino Vega have for lunch yesterday? Hey, IT Robots, what's up? This is Mr. Sensational Gino Vega, and I wanted to get a hold of you to fill you in on what I had for lunch yesterday. And what I had for lunch yesterday, I sat down to take a little break from doing the housework around the manor here, and I was watching a Betamax copy of the uh, 1989 Batman movie. Uh, 
the Tim Burton one or whatever. And uh, it got me thinking about Engineer Nerd. So, you know, I decided to pause the Betamax, cook up some lunch real quick, and I had some uh, fried marinated tofu over a bed of white rice because I got a new shipment of rice in Canada today. So shout out to Engineer Nerd. Just wanted to keep that tofu life uh, strong and flowing while watching a little Batman 89. Catch you on the flip side. Big shout out to uh, Gino Vega there. You can find him at Sensational Vega on the tweets. I I was talking to my dog the other day, and he was telling me that he was having a, a hard time finding rice at his uh, grocery stores out there in uh, Napa, California. I I feel you, man. When I go, I'm having a hard time finding any of like the core the core foods that I use in my uh, repertoire of eating. Things like. Things like beans, rice, eggs, you know, I'm a, I'm a simple guy with simple taste. I totally feel you. As, as, uh, far as Batman 89, I have been, um, I've been debating maybe doing like a, a Batman 89 watch along or maybe like a Batman 89, uh, what do they call it? Commentary, like a viewer commentary where, in which you can play a recording of me talking over the entirety of Batman 89. This is something, this is something I've been, been like thinking about doing for a long while. I don't like know how to do a live stream, like a professional, like live stream where you'd be seeing like an actual video of what I'm watching as opposed to me just like pointing my phone at the TV on Instagram or whatever. If anybody like knows how to do that, please reach out to me, DM me on Twitter or whatever at I see robots. I, do people use like Twitch? I don't like watch Twitch. I don't, nothing against it. It's just not something that I, um, that I do. I don't like, I'm not a big video game guy, but, uh, oh, I have, I have been playing video games lately. I have fallen into doing things that I don't normally do just because, you know, I'm spending a lot more time inside than I normally do. I'm not walking the earth or doing whatever activities I usually fill my time with. So I, uh, I have a PlayStation 2. I also have a PlayStation 3, but I don't really know where. I think it's in the garage somewhere. But I I have the PlayStation 2, for some reason, set up in the uh, main entertainment center in the living room. Like, it's been in there for a long time. It's like, it's on the bottom shelf. I don't know. It's just kind of like, it's just like taking up space. Like, I don't know what else would be in that space if it wasn't there. It's just, it's been there. But at at any rate, I, I don't know if it was actually hooked in. At the time, I think it was just like in the uh, in the entertainment center, unhooked. So I, I I took the time to hook it up because I do have like a lot of games for that. This was like the last the last game station that I think that I was into heavily. I got like a pretty pretty fair stack of games, and I'm not really like the type to get rid of things like that unless they're like super whack. Because I, I feel like I may I may go back to them someday, and I'm glad that I have been that way because that that uh that someday was last week. So I hooked it up. And I, I went through my stack, and I mostly have, like, wrestling games. I have, like, a UFC game. I have, like, a pride fighting game. I got things of that nature, a couple boxing games. And I like to simulate fights, I guess, when I when I have the extra time. But um, one of the games I have is a game called Fire Pro Wrestling Returns. It's a Japanese video game that I, Japanese wrestling video game that I know my dude Gino Vega is obsessed with. I see him, I see him post pictures of it all the time. The, um, the main thing about this game is, like, it's, it's very simple as far as graphics and gameplay, but it's highly customizable in which you can pretty much create, like, any dude you'd ever want to create, and it comes preloaded with, like, a million billion, like, already existing professional wrestlers. Like, just about everybody from, like, every every league imaginable. The only caveat is they're all, they're all named something different. Like, this would be a bad example, but they'll have, like, Hulk Hogan in the game, and he'll be called, like, Terry Hulk. 
you know, because Hulk Hogan's name is Terry Bollet and his name is Hulk. So it'll say like Terry Hulk. That's a good example. Like Terry Funk, the wrestler Terry Funk. I think he's like Terry Texan or something like that. So you can tell who they are. And if you, you want to go through and rename them, the option is definitely there. On on the PlayStation 4 or whatever, even on the PlayStation 2, I think there are ways that you can like download packages that'll just like change the names of all the dudes. But I'm not I'm not that far into it. I did look at a chart of who they really are and I named I renamed a lot of the guys that I like or that I would want to use. But um the game is pretty fun, I think. I'm really I'm really digging it. I'm allowing myself to play like, I don't know, like a couple hours of it a day, which is for me, that's that's massive gaming. I'm not even kidding. That is like gaming off the charts. I usually don't do that at all. I'll I'll dibble dabble in like a phone game or whatever for a few minutes, but I, I don't I don't spend a lot of time like sitting in front of the TV doing that. Nothing against it. It's just not my uh not my bag for the most part. But I I'm having a good time. Uh the game is old, it's outdated. I think it's like fifteen years old. So the dudes that in it are in it are guys that were they were like stars when I was watching wrestling at my peak. So it's it's kind of cool in that um in that sense. I've had I've had a lot of interesting encounters. My my the, the thing that I like to play, the style I like to play is I like to um there's a lot of the guys in the game that are like real life mixed martial arts fighters like Ken Shamrock, dudes like that. And I like to I like to have battles between the uh, various mixed martial arts guys against each other, like different different styles of guys. There's kickboxers, they'll have like kickboxers versus wrestlers or like kickboxers versus professional wrestlers. Like the other day I had Mirko Krokop fought Alexander Karelin, the uh, famous Russian wrestler Alexander Karelin in a uh, boxer versus wrestler fight. If you want to know what happened, man, Krokop won. He was able to keep the fight standing, and he just, he battered him on his feet. I had a uh, Rampage Jackson versus Andy Hoog, K1 legend Andy Hoog. That's, that's kind of how I like to go at it. I had a uh, Road Warrior Hawk fought Antonio Inoki, which is, I'm sure, a match that happened sometime in the history of Japanese wrestling. The Road Warriors are pretty, pretty huge over there. But at any rate, like, I'm having a good time doing it. I'm having fun. It's a nice, uh, nice distraction, nice way to spend the day. For some reason... I find it, like, really comforting to, like, go through and change the names of the dudes back to the dudes that they that they really are. I don't really know why, but just for whatever reason, it's, like, a really nice, relaxing way to spend to spend some time. It's it's like when you're reorganizing your books or you're reorganizing your toys. Instead, I'm reorganizing virtual wrestlers and putting things back the way they should be. You can't stand anything about me. You can't stand the fact that I like to drink a few beers, that I use colorful language, that I do this every now and then. If you don't like the way I dress, you're probably upset that I cut the little sleeves off this shirt, that I use colorful language, that I do this every now and then. You can't stand anything about me. You can't stand the fact that I like to drink a few beers. And that's an all, yeah, yeah. And your knees can't take the power. So hard running is out. And you got arthritis in your neck. Got calcium deposits on most of your joints. So what we'll be calling on is good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower. Every time you hit him with his shot, horsepower. Horsepower. It's good old-fashioned blunt force trauma. Horsepower. Horsepower. Heavy-duty cast iron pile driving punches. Horsepower. Horsepower. Blunt force trauma. Yeah. Let's start building some hurting bombs. 
All right, it is me, and we are back for another exciting edition of the Horsepower Initiative, the HPI, the segment in which we are going to try to use the time that we have at home to make ourselves much stronger individuals. Look, my guys, I got to admit, the last HPI, I was a bit disappointed. Not as many people reached out to me as I expected. The only, the only folks, and I am proud of these two from the bottom of my heart, were my dude Charles, last hometown on the tweets, and, uh, my gal Ashley, the nerdy blogger on Twitter. They're the only two who reached out. Man, come on, you guys. You guys gotta take it up a notch. You guys gotta step it up. This is, this is a rare opportunity to be at your house and have nothing to do. Nothing to do but time, nothing to do but work out, nothing to do but do push-ups. It's it's all good, man. If you can't, if you don't want to do it, I can't hold it against you, but I would like to see more participants last time. I realize we're all getting up there in years. Every year, it gets harder to do this, and it gets harder to do that. But your strength, your horsepower, it's the last thing to leave your body, sure. Maybe you're losing some agility, sure. Maybe you're losing a bit of flexibility, but your power, you can retain that until the very, very end. Look at dudes like George Foreman. Look at dudes like Steve Balboni, famed power hitter for the Yankees. These guys had it going up until their dying day. I think they're both, I think they're both actually alive, but uh, nevertheless. I think that, I think that maybe what I'll do is I'll start this off by talking about what I did. As far as fitness, some of the fit things that I did over the week. I went over to the, uh, the Christian school around the corner from my house, my oasis, my home away from home lately. And they have, they have this giant tractor tire that I, it's over by the football field. And I imagine that the football dudes, uh, use it when they, when they work out or whatever. But, uh, I've been flipping that tire like a mug. I went over there a couple times last week and I flipped it for... I can do, like, five flips before I have to rest, and then I have to, uh, start over and, like, regain my strength before I flip it back to where I found it. Flipping a tire is pretty hard, man. You gotta get, like, you gotta squat down super duper low and get your hands underneath, and then you gotta, like, lift up the squat and push it over. It's, like, it's not easy, man, but I, I appreciate it. I think it's fun. I think it's, uh... It's nice to do some exercise that's not, like, necessarily, like, in your house or, like, lifting weights or whatever. We're allowed to go out, man. We're allowed to go out as long as we stay in motion, as long as we stay away from other people, as long as we, like, have a mask in case we bump into somebody and your dude has all of that stuff. Look, man, the, uh, the sun kills the virus, bro, so it's good to be out in the sun. It's good to let those, let those beams go down on you, those beams hit you and, like make you into a much stronger, much happier person. We all need that, uh, vitamin D. You, uh, you know what else I did? Me and the wife got our baseball mitts out of the garage, and we played catch in the front of the house. We sort of played it like she was the shortstop, and I was the first baseman. I would, like, I would, like, bounce them at her, like, ground balls, and she'd try to scoop them and throw them to me at first. I'm an awful first baseman. The position is harder than you, uh, than you think. It seems like, seems like it's pretty easy, but when you, when you try to stretch with your glove out and get it, it's, I don't know, man, it's harder, harder than it looks, but, uh, I'm missing baseball. This is, um, this is supposed to be baseball season right now, and I'm, I'm missing the game, dude. I was pretending that I was, a uh, crack first baseman for the A's, Matt Olson, and she was, a uh, third baseman, Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman, chappy dude, he's gonna be an all-time great if you ask me, dude, um, has an amazing glove, hits with power. It doesn't necessarily hit for average, but, uh, you don't need that out of the third sacker, dude. If you got a third sacker who can cover the whole area and knock, like, 40 dingers, you're in it to win it. Any 
Who? We are doing the Horsepower Initiative, and what that is, we're doing what they call the playing card workout, and we're gonna, we're gonna mix it up from last time. It turns out I wasn't doing it necessarily right. I did, I did like 35 seconds of internet research, and this is how it's gonna be. We're gonna have four exercises that correspond to the, uh, playing card suit. If we get a spade, it's, uh, jumping jacks. If it's a heart, you're gonna do sit-ups. If it's a club... You do some push-ups, and if it's a diamond, we're doing squats. We're going to pull three cards this week. So uh, let me let me shuffle the deck. This one's a different deck. This is from the uh, cigarette company, Winston. I have no idea where this one came from, but I, I found it. I'm, I'm awful at shuffling cards. Let me um, oh, remove the jokers, get those out of here. Let me... Um, Get those all set. Mix them up. I'm awful at this. I'm I'm very 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 uncoordinated and very 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 unathletic. So here we go. Pulling the one off the top. It is a heart. It's a. This is a tough one, guys. This is the ten of hearts. So we're gonna have to do ten sit-ups. You can do full-on sit-ups. You can do like crunchies. Whatever. Whatever you feel like you can do, man. It's all about the effort. So we got that. And then the next card coming up, it is a diamond. So we're going to do squats. You got to do five squats. Just uh, just squat down to the ground, get back up. So we got five of those, ten sit-ups, and the final card. If I pull a duplicate, we're going to pull again. So this one is a heart. Put that back in. Also a heart. Let's go to the middle of the deck and kind of see... It is also a... I'm on a spade. Let's see. The first spade I get... Oh, here we go. It's jumping jacks. A spade. So we got six jumping jacks, five squats, and ten sit-ups. You guys can do this. I know you can do this. I have faith in you. So everybody out there, Ferg, Esqualito, Gino Vega, Engineer Nerd, Mark Alley, anybody who listens, my dude Javier, uh, Stuntman Mike, Mighty Matt D, Mighty Matt D, I would love to see you do some of this. I know you're at home working. I know you're at home working. You can hear me. So let's uh, let's all take part in the Horsepower Initiative. It's only, it's only for your benefit, dude. It's only for your benefit. I wouldn't be hassling with you if it wasn't. So. Let's get on that. If you reach out to me, I will shout you out on the show. I will send you all my praise. Big shout out to uh, Charles. Big shout out to Ashley. The only superstars out there who are strong enough to do this. The only ones with the courage to do this. You are listening to the Stuck at Home Show. Your guiding light when the world gets all weird. How to pronounce Chiwetel Ejio 4. Chiwetel Ejio 4. Chiwetel Ejio 4. If you found this video helpful, please like and subscribe below. Thank you for choosing the Stuck at Home Show. All right, we're back. Why do I say that at the start of every segment? You know it's back. I'm back as soon as you hear my voice. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna end this show off by um we're gonna take a couple questions. If you got any questions, you can hit me up at. <laughs> IC Robots on the tweets. It's at IC Robots on Instagram, Facebook.com, backslash IC Robots. Any, any of those ways, man, you can hit me up with anything. I am dying for show material. So if you, if there's something you've always wanted to know, this is the time to find out, man. The, the first question is from our dude, Mark, who you might know as a tapes from the crypt 
on the tweets. Great guy, show patron, all around uh, superstar. He is the guy who designed the Icy Robots radio logo. If you listen on like iTunes or whatever and you see that, that uh, pink and black thumbnail, this guy made that. This guy's awesome. I love him to death. Anyway, he hit me up and he wants to know what is, in my opinion, the best pre-X-Men Marvel movie that's like anything 2000 or below. And I, I had to, uh, I had to think about this, man. I really had to put some thought into this. It's, it's kind of an obvious answer if you really kind of break it down because they didn't have a lot of successes pre-X-Men. You got like, you have two different Captain America movies. You have, uh, Howard the Duck, I guess. And then you have like, some TV movies, like, there's, like, a Hulk movie with Daredevil, I think. But, um, the, the, uh, obvious answer to me is, uh, is Blade. Blade with, uh, Wesley Snipes. That's, that's such a great movie. I think it's so underrated. It's almost like, it's almost like the Blade trilogy is, like, completely forgotten in all of this. I, I think in some ways a lot of the, uh, the pre-Iron Man 1 stuff is kind of lost to history. But Blade is, like... Blade is really great. Blade 1 is fantastic. Blade 2 is super fantastic. And then Blade 3 with uh, Jessica Biel is, it's pretty good. I like it. I'm not going to say that I love it, but I do, I do like it in certain ways. I, I also like that, uh, the Nick Fury movie that they made with David Hasselhoff, believe it or not. Was that pre-2000? I don't, I don't think so. There's also a Doctor Strange movie in there somewhere. Isn't there like a, like a TV movie about Doc Strange, if I'm if I'm thinking correctly, those those are all they're like fun in their own way. This was uh brought up because I posted a pic. I watched the um the Captain America movie, not the one with Red Brown from back in the day where he has like the motorcycle. This is a this is the one after that with the Italian Red Skull. And man, is that a uh, mediocre movie? I gave it like two point five mics. On the good old-fashioned source magazine, Mike Meter, which is like the ultimate in mediocrity. You're like right in the middle. But there, there are parts of it that I do like. I like the uh, Captain America uniform. I think that he looks he looks pretty good. In reality, when you see a lot of these comic book uniforms in real life, and if they're if they're accurate to the comic at all, they, they look kind of ridiculous. And this is one that kind of looks ridiculous, but at the same time, I, I, I like it. I, I like the way that he looks. The uh, Red Skull is Italian. I mentioned that a minute ago, and I think that's... I think that's incredibly weird, but I can I can see why they wanted to stay away from Nazis and stuff. We all we all as good Americans want to stay away from Nazis. But then the thing that was the weirdest to me is that uh Steve Rogers isn't from Brooklyn, like we know where he's from. He is in fact from Redondo Beach, California, which is which is like the opposite of Brooklyn. So I I don't know. That was probably to me, I figured that's like a uh, budgetary issue, like the studio's probably in LA. It's easy to shoot in L.A. more so than it is to shoot in Brooklyn and make it look like the, uh, like the 30s or whatever. But it's, it's a weird movie. I didn't hate it. But, um, Blade Faux Show is the best of all of those. Blade, uh, holds up very, very, very well. I'm, I'm curious to see how this Blade reboot is gonna go with, um, what's his name from, uh, I can't even remember. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on this guy's, this guy's name too. I'm not using my brain as much as I usually do since we've just been, like, stuck in the house watching TV, playing video games, doing push-ups. So my brain's not working in the way that it normally does. But the uh, the guy who, who was in Green Book. But at any rate, I think that's going to be... I think that's going to be fantastic. I, I would like it if they would give it, like, an R rating, like uh, the original Blade. But I, I do not see that happening in any way. That's not even a possibility. But it would be cool. It would be cool. I don't know how you make 
that kind of a like bloody vampire fighting movie without the R rating, but I'm sure I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure it'll be great. The uh, second question I got is from my dude Mighty Matt D, and he get, he sent me this on Facebook, and he just he just kind of like casually, offhandedly mentioned, "Do you miss the flea the flea market and the dig?" And I I don't think that he intended this as a show question, but I I kind of felt like it deserved a little uh a little digging into, and the answer to that is honestly not as much as I thought that I would. We would go to the dig on Mondays, we'd go to the dig, the flea market on Sunday, and this became such a ritual that it almost became, like, an obligation. Like, if we didn't go to the flea market, I, I would not, like, panic, but I would worry that maybe this is the day that somebody brought out, like, an entire collection of, a uh, card G.I. Joes for, like, a nickel, like, a nickel each, and I missed them. Of course, that never happened, but, like, it's a fear of missing out, you know, the, the FOMO. I had the flea market FOMO, and I would get the dig FOMO, and both of these would, like, they would really weigh on me in a, in a way, which is, which is weird. So now with that responsibility just, like, completely removed from my life, I got to admit that I'm kind of, I'm kind of a happier person in a, in, a, in a lot of regards. FOMO is a, uh, it's a heavy weight, man. I feel like FOMO drives a lot of the reasons why we do things, and having that just completely removed is so, it's so nice. I, I hope that when the world eventually gets back to the uh, way that it was. I hope that I can somehow manage to uh, turn off those obligations that I that I had and instead make them things that I that I look forward to because I would go to the flea market every week. And I have to admit that it was maybe like once a month, maybe every other month that I that I was really looking forward to it. It was just like something that I would get up and I would do, you know, something that I I really felt responsible to do because I didn't want to I didn't want to miss out. And that's that's just not the way to go through life. The way you should be spending your free time is doing things that you like. Sure, we all have obligations. That's a, that's an unavoidable truth. But at the same time, you know, you uh, can limit those obligations too. We're finding out now. This whole thing, being locked in the house and having society shut down, is really showing you what's important and what's not important. And it turns out that uh, almost everything is not important. I guess all these things that we did going to Target looking at toys going to uh the flea market the dig it's all it's all not that uh important man it just felt so important I I do think about the people at the dig and I wonder what these guys are are, are up to the dig is the uh the Goodwill outlet store if you're just like jumping in to the show now and you haven't followed the old show it's like it's like the place where goods go before they go to die. They'll wheel out these giant blue bins full of stuff and they bring them out and they sell it by the pound. It's a crazy place. It's full of all kinds of outlandish weirdos. And I, I wonder what these outlandish weirdos are up to. I wonder how a lot of these guys who use the flea market and stuff as their means of survival are are getting by. I hope the cannibals are okay. I hope a lot of these people, I hope they're okay. I just, I, um, I would see them every week at the dig. And I would see him every week at the flea market, but it's not like we're social pals. Like I can text him or do like a Zoom chat with the cannibals. That would be, that would be wild. But I, I just hope, I just hope everybody's okay. I hope these guys are all okay. I, I don't know. It's not, not something I think about a lot as, as life becomes more normal this way. As like this in, indoor life becomes more normal. The, uh, the things on the outside just kind of start drifting and drifting and drifting away, which isn't. Which isn't a bad thing because I got to admit, in a lot of ways, I'm having the uh, time of the time of my life. Me and the wife are doing so many fun things, working in the garden, catching up on movies, flipping tires at the Christian school. It's all good stuff. We really, 
we really need to enjoy this time and relish it the best that uh, we can. Because at some point, it's all going to be taken back. It's all going to be taken away. We're all going to have to go back to the factory. We're all going to have to go back to those things that weren't as fun as we thought they were in the first place. But anyway, I'm going to get up out of here. Hope you guys are doing great. And until we meet again, do the time. Don't let the time do you. Times seem hard right now. But you got to believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's, stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots radio production.